And there's a, a story, a segment coming up uh, in this particular uh, top of the hour that that really hits home to me. Uh, my dad has had dementia. He passed away just two weeks ago. And once my mom passed away a, a year and a half ago, we were in a situation of needing 24 care for him. Uh, like dementia, it isn't always a, a linear progression. And there are good days and bad days and really bad days and really good days. But we felt for his safety, he needed someone there 24-7, wanted him to stay in his own home, was physically able to stay in his own home, uh, worked very hard throughout his life and had saved money and hardly spent any of it. Uh, So we had the physical resources, but it was hard to find care. So a report out today by CanAge, which is Canada's National Seniors Advocacy Organization, says that governments are really ill-equipped to deal with what is going to be the a massive influx of dementia patients in the coming decades. I can tell you it's bad today, so to talk about how bad it really does look, I'm joined by Laura Tamblin-Watts, who's the founder and CEO of CanAge, who did the report. Laura, welcome to News Talk today. Thank you. So tell us what your report found uh, in terms of what we have as a potential crisis in care of our of our elderly who suffer from dementia. Well, it's no surprise to anybody that our population is rapidly aging and tied to that, our chances of getting dementia are really increased, particularly over the age of 80. So we wanted to see how we are doing in Canada about being dementia ready. It is one of the top chronic diseases. It is one of the seventh leading causes of death. And as you've said, affects just about everybody in this country. And the report was damning indeed. So, you know, I, I just shared my situation with my dad. As I said, we were we were fortunate to have been able to provide financially, which I know is not the case for so many people, but we couldn't find the resources today. How do we fix that? We hear a lot about dementia. We hear a lot about people's stories and and your story and my story and my family's dementia are really something that touches everyone. And we know that the resources aren't available now, but we've committed in 2019 to a national dementia strategy. And that means that we've said that we will actually do something about this. And what it is, is a terminal disease. It's not just that people are living very challenging existence, but it is also one of the seventh most likely causes of death. And when we wanted to have a look at how each of the provinces and territories were doing to see if they have a dementia strategy, how the provinces were looking at funding for it, we found out that really very few of the provinces have a dementia strategy. And Ontario was one of those that does not have a dementia strategy. And without that strategy and tied fundings, there's very little chance that people will get the help they need now, let alone the help that we're going to need in the very near future. Yeah, I mean, one of your key findings was that by 2050, one in six persons globally will be over the age of 65. Uh, but in Canada, we're already at one in six in most provinces. So we have... And heading a- towards And heading towards one in four very, very shortly. So these numbers are escalating sharply. 
So, but I come back to, so what do we do? Obviously there's research uh, that is taking place and, and hope for future generations that we can actually curb the rise of dementia itself, but that's not going to happen in the near term. So we have all of these folks. What, what is the answer? Because so many times I come back to the same thing, which is money. We decided to hold up Canada and each of the provinces and territories to a neutral report, which is the World Health Organization's report on dementia, which Canada signed on to. So these are promises that our governments have made to their citizens. And there are a number of key areas that we promised as part of that policy that we would do. So the first is, is there a dementia strategy in operation in the province or territory? And is there a Canadian one? Well, there's a Canadian one, but it really has very little movement on it, let alone money. And we found out that the provinces and territories are incredibly behind. Newfoundland and Labrador and the uh, Yukon and Northwest Territories have dementia strategies, but that is in fact it. Then we hold out whether or not there's public resources that are available for individuals and families. And that one tends to have some public resources and then everything else tends to be flat. So again, we looked at whether or not there are care pathways published for people to help them understand what the health navigation process is. And again, that is very um, nebulous in each of the areas. So that's someone in the family who's trying to figure out what do I do? How do I get there? And really what we see is that's not been provided. We also look at things like published resources, whether or not the public health website has information about whether or not there's information about how you can change behavioral risk factors, etc. And again, we fail on all counts. And these are easy things to do. And why do you think this is the case, Laura? There's been very little in terms of visibility around dementia, despite the huge prevalence of it. And I think so many people just kind of throw their hands up and say, oh, yes, dementia, that's a real problem, and then move on. So what this report does is provide specific tactical things that we can do in country and each province and territory that can make the lives of people with dementia and their carers better, as well as hold government to the promises that they made. So these are very specific indicators, and it really shows us how far we have to go. Okay, share some of those with our listeners, Laura. So we want to see whether or not each of the regional health authorities in Ontario, we would call them LINs, and now Ontario Health Teams, have information available to the public on the incidence and prevalence. And the answer mostly is no. That doesn't take any effort. And whether or not there's data collected. And again, mostly the information is no. We wanted to see whether or not there were ministers who had dedicated portfolios with seniors or dementia in that. Of course, Ontario does have that, but our seniors ministry doesn't have much authority over the dementia profile. We also ask, are there mandate letters that the government has that are available and are they including dementia? And again, the answer is no. So what we can do is go through each one of these areas and check off that. It's not hard to publish resources for caregivers about dementia. Certainly our governments do that, but in Ontario, have they done it? No. 
So I'm finding this uh, interesting because I started out our conversation more on the tangible supports, and I don't mean websites or that sort of thing. I found myself as a dementia caregiver who knows public policy, who's able to navigate government, who had some time to be able to do it. uh, And I found myself not needing those types of resources, but actually needing care and in an urgent capacity. And the answer I got back from our local health network that you just spoke about was, if you can't find care, we don't have enough care to give you, you will have to admit your dad to hospital. Absolutely what people are getting as a resort. And now, of course, if you do need care, you've got to admit your dad to hospital. They have the right now under Bill 7 to place your dad as far as 70 kilometers away if you're in southern Ontario and 150 kilometers away if they don't have an immediate placement. So we don't have the solutions in place for dementia care. More than 75% of people with dementia live in the community and people need a bit of help and support and assistance. And until our province or our country takes this seriously, you know, the dollars will go somewhere else. And we know that the dollars need to go to dementia and they need to go to things like home care as a priority, which right now it isn't. Laura, we thank you so much for joining us to talk about this. Laura Tamblin-Watts is the founder and CEO of CanAge, which is Canada's national seniors advocacy and organization. 